feeling like you belong. Someone else understands what you are dealing with. Knowing that you are not alone can be so difficult if you are in a special needs family. Isolation, visible differences, the ability to have so-called normal experiences can slam you in the face daily. Judgment can be harsh. Losing friends because your children need extra, extra help with daily living skills, extra attention, extra monitoring for safety, extra planning and prepping, just all the extras. No, you are not alone. Others have paved the way before you. Finding people that understand can be hard. We all have our own story. We all have experiences that can help others. I am Gail Hamblin, and this is the More Alike Than Different podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode three of the More Alike Than Different podcast, Finding Your Medical Village. If you had listened to episode two, you would have heard about my pregnancy, labor, and delivery of my son with Down syndrome. So I'm going to pick up kind of where I left off. I had just had a crazy delivery. I'm trying to bond with my brand new baby and in walks my family doctor to check on the baby. He seems disgusted with my newborn. At least that's my perception of the situation. He calls for his partner and they discuss my child. They return to me and suggest I have a follow-up with a brand new doctor in the practice. Before I can go to the family doctor, I'm scheduled to have a Down syndrome clinic appointment at the local children's hospital. If you know me, you know how much I can go into research mode and study like crazy until I have more knowledge. I really like the saying, knowledge is power. In order to build wisdom, you have to build knowledge and real-world experiences. As soon as I was home, I looked up local Down syndrome groups, basic Down syndrome knowledge, and I ordered some books about Down syndrome. You can read about my initial outreach experience in an article I wrote about how important that interaction with the local Down Syndrome Association was to me on The Mighty. Here is my disclaimer. I am not a medical doctor or a professional. I don't even play one on TV. The following statements are based off my personal experiences and loads of late night research on my end. I may, I may state some things as facts or advice, but consult your own licensed medical professional before any action on my comments. All right, that better take care of my liability towards you because I have enough liability for myself. Now, with limited basic knowledge about Down syndrome, I head to the local children's hospital. My feet were so swollen. It was only five days after giving birth to my little beautiful baby boy with Down syndrome. I was worried I would get lost. I mean, (laughs) I can get lost in my own hometown. Seriously, I am horrible with directions. Luckily, hubby drove and we went to our very first children's hospital visit. I am so happy that this Down syndrome clinic has phenomenal doctors and nurse practitioners. They explained to us about the different types of Down syndrome, which type our son has based off of his DNA results. They also tell us it's not our fault that our baby has Down syndrome. They give me more information about a special growth chart for those children with Down syndrome. I felt so much better knowing that he had a team of specialists following his development. We had much to do and follow up on before his next six-month appointment. I went to the family doctor for my son's one-week checkup. The new doctor was really nice and I liked her. 
She told me about his growth, and I asked her if that was on the Down syndrome growth chart or the regular child growth chart. She told me she did not know what I meant. So, now, when you're a new mom to a child with disabilities, you probably do not want a doctor who is new to treating your child's disabilities or conditions. I left that visit feeling very low. I knew I needed a pediatrician with experience with Down syndrome. It's one of those things in life when you need someone with a lot more experience to help guide you. I reached out to all my young mom friends and asked which pediatrician they used for their children. I called a few offices to see if they would take my son. Let me tell you how emotional it is to call places asking if they will accept your child. It is so... I can't even put it into words. You feel subhuman, less than human. You feel like a burden to others. I'm much farther along in my walk with being a parent of a child with disabilities, so I've grown out of some of those feelings, but there is still a tinge every once in a while. I can't comment for guys because I don't have that experience, but for me, it's similar to that insecure teenage girl voice in your head telling you that you're not good enough No one likes me, and, you know, the list goes on. Back to my search for a pediatrician who will serve as an important piece in my medical village. I call one doctor office, and they ask if I would like to meet with the doctor before becoming a patient. So strange, right? Interviewing a doctor? I took my dad with me. He's very good at this kind of stuff. So I take my kiddos, and the staff gives me a tour, and I get a one-on-one consultation with the pediatrician. He was so welcoming, and I can tell how much he cares about children. I ask him some sneaky questions to see what he knows about Down syndrome. It turns out he had done a residency in a Down syndrome clinic in another state. Wow, this poor doctor did not know what he was in for. I was so happy to find someone with knowledge and caring. Did I mention he listens too? He always listens to my concerns, no matter how unwarranted they were or are. Like, I have gone a little wild with some of my concerns. When we started having lots of medical issues, he gave me his personal cell phone number to call. I have woken this poor man and his wonderful wife up. A few too many nights due to emergencies. Yeah, I have his wife's cell phone number too. That's the kind of people they are. We are so lucky to have found them. I cannot tell you how important it is to have a caring, listening, and knowledgeable pediatrician if you have a child with disabilities. The pediatrician is responsible for overall care. He reads all the specialist reports and treats the whole child. Last time I counted, my son had 16 specialists. Uh Uh-huh, 16. You're going to need at least one core specialist in your village, too. My My core specialist is from the Down Syndrome Clinic. Yours may be different. Now, you have your pediatrician and your core specialist on board. You need to look into programs in your state IDA Part C. It's a federal law, and every state should have early intervention services. Okay, I may get on my soapbox here because I am so passionate about early intervention. Before I had children, I was a special education pre-K teacher. I studied child development. I understand how crucial those first three years of life are to a child. Their brain grows exponentially in those first three years. Your Part C program will cover birth to three years old. 
please get an evaluation as soon as possible. These services will only benefit you and your family. I know that some people do not want a diagnosis. I understand how hard that is. I truly do. I try to look at the diagnosis as the paperwork needed to get the help that my child needs. It stings. I know. It's important to do what is right for your child, even if it stings. Yeah, parenthood is no joke. So depending on the evaluation, the Part C doctor may recommend physical therapy, speech and language therapy, and or occupational therapy, and sometimes an early childhood educator. We are so lucky that we needed all three. Now, physical therapy is usually the first therapy to come out to see the baby. Speech and OT will come in a few months. The ECE can start early on to help build developmental skills. I will talk more in depth on activities and games you could play to enhance the baby's development on another episode, but we're concentrating on building our medical village today. If you have a baby with hypotonia, cerebral palsy, Down syndrome, and more, PT should start as soon as possible. Hypotonia is a medical term that means the baby has lower muscle tone than a neurotypical baby. Torticollis is another condition that can have permanent impact if not treated. It is when the muscles in the neck are asymmetrical. So the physical therapist can show you really neat exercises and stretches to fix the torticollis. As your baby gets older, the goals will naturally change. Holding the head up, sitting up, increasing core muscles, trunk control, crawling, walking, steps, hopping, you get the idea. It is vital that I tell you to not compare your child's growth with another child. Who said comparison is the stealer of joy? I know, I messed that up, but trust me, do not follow that path. Now others can help you with tricks and techniques to get through it to get through a skill, but do not compare. So speech and language pathologists do much more than just speech. They work on oral muscles and motor movements. They can provide oral feeding services too. Sometimes they have to work through sensory issues too. The occupational therapy or OT works on fine motor skills and sensory processing. So working on pincer grasps, stocking, finger isolation, and so on. The OT usually works on independent life skills too, like self-dressing, cooking, writing, etc. They work on sensory processing too. Another thing that has helped me immensely is joining specific groups on social media platforms. I have learned so much from other parents and medical professionals in these groups. I have done a lot of online research too. You can find some factual YouTube videos. Did you know that? <laughs> They're out there. Please use reputable sites with accurate information. There's also a lot of false information on the web, so watch out for that. Do they even say the web anymore, or is it just internet? I don't know. Anyway, now that we have reviewed the beginning of a medical village, you may be feeling overwhelmed, or maybe you're beyond this stage and you have really been recalling all the steps, phone calls, emails, visits you had to go through just to set this village up. It's like juggling water. Seriously. I know. It's overwhelming. Your child needs you to be their personal assistant, which takes a lot of effort. When you have seven therapies in your home during a week time frame, it feels like that is all life is about. I like to take breaks from therapy every once in a while, which allows the family a breather and helps reset us. Sometimes it helps level up on some skills, too. 
I hope this episode was helpful for you. Check out my Facebook page at Nightingale Books or on my Instagram at gale underscore author. My website is nightingalebooks.com. As always, you can purchase my book, More Alike Than Different, A Down Syndrome Awareness Tale, in English or in Spanish, wherever books are sold. Thank you. See you next time.